Welcome to the Competitive Mindset Podcast. Each interview, we talk to leaders who differentiate themselves and achieve high levels of performance through the lens of motivation, competitiveness, and mindset. These conversations lead to thought-provoking idea sharing and growth accompanied by entertaining storytelling. Welcome along on our journey to lifelong learning, improved performance, and a look inside the competitive mindset. We ask guests whether they are driven by the fear of losing or the joy of winning, and we reflect on their answers. First, Shell Daly, Women's Basketball Director at IMG Academy. I would say the joy of winning. I'm not fearful of losing. I'm, I'm not fearful of that because, you know, you have a 50-50 chance. You know, when you take a shot, you're going to win with a make or you're going to lose with a miss. So I, I'm not fearful of that. My thing is that if I if I fight all the way to the end and I lose, then I know I gave it my best. And that's how I look at it. So I try to prepare my kids that same way. You know, if, if, if you leave a competition and you know you didn't give it your best, then, you know, that's on you. But we try to prepare them to make sure that they, you know, perform as best they can. Yeah, I love that, that reasoning behind that answer. That is awesome. Now, this is a personal pet peeve of mine, and I want to get your reaction to it. How do you react when you have a game, per se, and somebody says to you, good luck today, what are your thoughts on that phrase? No, there's no luck. We make it happen. <laughs> so uh, those that know me pretty much know that. Um... Zach Schulter, University of Wisconsin men's basketball alum. First, I'm just going to say it's the fear of losing. But growing up, I was fortunate to be surrounded by some really good friends of mine who kind of had the same outlook on things in terms of we spent a lot of time playing sports together and we wanted, we motivated each other and we drove each other to be better. And as a result of that, we spent a lot of time practicing and that translated to a lot of success in our, in our different sporting endeavors. And therefore winning just, kind of was normal and we expected to win every game in whatever sport we were playing. <laughs> As a result of that, when we did lose, it caused us to take major steps back. And I mean, it really, we hated that. We just flat out hated that feeling. So I think the results of losses really drove us to never experience that again. And that's why my answer to that question is the fear of losing. Anna Eden, University of Wisconsin-Green Bay women's volleyball player. This question actually makes me think of that interview with Kobe Bryant. You've probably seen it. And he talks about how it's neither for him because he's just there to play his best ball and, and to learn throughout the process, whether you win or lose. I don't think I'm like that perfect. <laughs> Although like if I had to choose one, I would say that I'm more driven by the joy of winning just because losses suck and they're always going to suck, but they're inevitable and they're like room, just room for growth and learning opportunities. So I don't think that I'm really motivated by the fear of that because I know that it's inevitable. And like, even if it does happen, it's just an opportunity to learn and grow. Cole Knipple, Big Ten men's football official. 
I think that I used to be, and I think this is somewhat natural as you move from one level to the next. Um, when you're new at a level, so like moving from the MAC to the Big Ten, you operate like you're afraid of screwing up the game. And, you, and it's like the last thing that you want to have happen is screwing up a game. <laughs> and so I think initially I was driven by that. Uh, at, you know, moving from one level to the next, you kind of fall into that trap, I'll say. Uh, but then as you gain confidence, you, you, you transition into looking forward to making the call. So, like, now if I'm in a goal line situation as a line of scrimmage guy, you know, I, I actually do think to myself, oh, I hope you guys run toward me, pile on play, like, let me, <laughs> let me make this call. So it's sort of like how it used to be in basketball when I got better at shooting where it's like, you know what, give me the ball and the clock's winding down because I'm going to knock this shot down. <laughs> and uh, you tend to get that way officiating-wise where you just feel like, I, I, I want to do this, I'm ready, bring it. Um, but I do think for younger officials, you know, it's natural, your first high school varsity game, you go from high school varsity to doing a D3 game, it's so natural when you're first out there. And it, it, I would say it probably lasts an entire season where you – are thinking to yourself, man, I just don't want to screw this up. I don't want anybody out here to know that I'm a total fraud. <laughs> like, what, what am I doing out here? <laughs> uh, but then, you know, second year, you're a little better. Third year, more comfortable by the fourth year, I, I think is always kind of that magical year in officiating where you feel like, you know what? I really know what I'm doing out here, and I, and I want to be challenged. I want situations to occur where I can step up and help the crew and get things right. Um, so, yeah, so I hope that helps. It's, I think it's a little bit of both, uh, but it, it, it depends on your season of life and officiating. I want to highlight one thing you said there because I asked the question and I instantly had a negative connotation and you took it to a positive connotation. And I thought that was really intriguing and that might be part of the mindset part is you were really excited to make the make the call or, you know, in football, throw the flag. And instantly I thought of he really wants something bad to happen, like a holding or a face mask to throw the flag. And you made it something positive where you get to make the judgment call on the pylon. And, and I think that's just really yeah. interesting from the mindset perspective that that's a little bit different in officiating in seeing the positive outcome of the play rather than thinking of the official as the negative penalizer. Yeah. Yeah. No, because, we actually don't enjoy throwing our flags. The, the, those of us who are who are relatively proficient at it. We, but the things that make officiating fun are when you can make a call like that at the pylon, or like you heard me say at the end of that answer, to step up and help the crew. You know, it's like so. I look at the clock every single play at the you know between plays to make sure the clock status is correct. Well, you know, I might do that for two seasons, but. I keep telling myself someday I'm going to save the crew <laughs> by noticing the clock is wrong. Khalif Elamine of Young Enterprising Society. A fear of losing 100% fear. I, I hate, 
I, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm a very competitive person, uh, especially on the basketball court. And now that I'm not necessarily playing anymore, uh, I coach as well, but like it now is transferring into, you know, into, um, you know, into the business field. But yeah, I, I, I hate losing more than I love winning. Like I, like I absolutely, I can't stand losing. Like if I don't care if I'm playing my son in pop shot, like I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to beat him. <laughs> like I, like I, I don't, it's just something about me. Like it's just something how I'm wired. Yeah. I, I, I hate losing whether I'm playing speed or, you know, any car game or I don't play video games anymore. But if I used to play video games, I, I just, I'm competitive like that. Yeah, it's just something, something about me. Misty Boyd, a WNBA champion and former Miss Basketball Wisconsin. Well, if I'm being honest, I think there was a combination of it. Female, as a female, you play overseas and you play in the state. So you have two entirely different experiences. I think in the WNBA, because it was so, everything was rewarded based upon how you played. And as a bench player, everything you do is under a microscope. And that's really unfortunate. I think there's only a few, like a handful of coaches who will let you play through your mistakes. And then there are some coaches that the moment you go out there and make a mistake, they're going to yank you and put you on the bench. And that's just really unfortunate because it doesn't allow players to grow. It doesn't allow them to get comfortable on the court. So a lot of times you're playing through fear of making mistakes. It, it, you can't even get to the point of fear of winning or losing. You're just trying to go out there and prove yourself every day. And that's, that's tough. So I had been a part of many teams like that. Uh, however, when I went overseas, it was entirely different. I became, I was the star. I, you know, obviously had a longer, a longer rope where I could make mistakes. But at that point, I was just playing for fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about overseas. I enjoyed, you know, beyond practice. Sometimes those were just ridiculous. But I enjoyed the whole going to the game and having fun and competing against, you know, some of the pe- some of the best players in the world and going out to eat right afterwards and just enjoying the culture of all these different countries. So I think it was two entirely different experiences when it came to the different areas of my career. Scott Savore of Uncommon Competitor. Yeah, Billy, I appreciate the question, sir. So I'm going to take a page out of Kobe Bryant's chapter on this, but I'm also please going to answer it maybe in an uncommon way. So, I'm going to say yes. Uh, failure does motivate me. Success does motivate me. So I'm going to say yes to that question, but I'm also going to say, like Kobe Bryant said, just figuring things out and improving is another big part of that for me. So if I can get three things to motivate me versus either or, like I think a lot of people struggle with, uh, I think I'll be in a good place. J.R. Blunt of Iowa State Men's Basketball. And until we won the national championship, I was driven by, I didn't want to lose, didn't want to lose, didn't want to lose. Like it was, it was all about that. Like we can't lose. And then when I experienced that, 
And, and, you know, I was 23 years old and I was like, wow, like, this is unreal. Like, I can't, I, I was still in shock weeks later, like, wow, we won a national championship. It's cool. And, you know, part of me downplayed it because I was like, oh, it's division three, like, whatever. Like, and then I'm like, man, like, hold on, man. Like, there's like four teams in the entire nation that continue that end their season with a win. Like, I mean, you got division one, two, and three in NAI, like for our, for, for men's, like, and as I've gone through my career, I'm like, man, that's, that could very well, 99% never happen again for me. Like, and so from then on, I just kind of remember that story and that journey. It's like, now I'm just like, man, what can we do to win? Like I am driven by what can we do to get back to that nostalgic phase where it's just like, wow, we're going to win a national championship. Like I remember sitting on the bench like, dude, we're about to win a national championship. Like, like we're up six with a minute to go. Like, we're going to win a national championship. Like, and it, it was amazing. Like, and I just remember, I remember hugging Randall and hugging Semley and like kind of being like, wow, this is mesmerizing. And the guys were going crazy. But in the moment, you kind of don't understand it. You're just like, okay, yeah, this is great. We won a championship. It's like, no, you're the best team in Division Three basketball. Like, and probably can beat 95% of Division One and Division Two teams too. Like, um, but it, it's that, that drives me now. Um, that's something where it's just that championship is just like, wow, that's a goal. And just cutting those nets down is something that just drives me now. Jake Thompson of Compete Every Day. What are we talking about? I think it's different because here's why. In sports, if I'm playing pickup basketball, I hate to lose. Hate to lose the that area in that game because it's a pickup game. It's fun. I'm not like in the, the championship game. Like it's just picking up. Can I do better? Can I do this? Man, if we lost, I hate it. I hate it. What am I going to do to get better next game? In life, outside of like pickup games, I look at it more as win and learn. And, and the reason being, the biggest wins and, and competitions I have are, are on stages now. When I go out on the stage to speak to an audience, am I going to, quote, get a win or, or a loss? And, and you don't know. Some days you walk off stage, you're like, man, I bombed that. What did I learn? How am I going to get better? Some days you come off the stage and somebody's like, oh, my gosh, I love this, this, and this. This is how it helped me, blah, blah. You think, oh, maybe that's a win. Like you, you don't really know. There's no win or loss. You walk off, but the goal every time is to walk off and say, I gave everything I had preparing for this, practicing it, and performing. If I can walk off the stage knowing that, every opportunity is a win because I got better. I got another rep in. I was able to share that message. And knowing how kind of my process works is I've taken something I've learned Mm, need to work on this story a little bit more. This doesn't fit here. Like I come away with not only I gave it my all, but I learned something to get better. And so I look at those opportunities as striving for that win because I should be striving to leave it all out there on the stage, in the book, in an interview like this. I don't ever want to leave something and be like, man, that wasn't my best. That for me is the loss. And I, and I don't want that because it's, it's cheating you as well as I don't get the opportunity to get better. If I don't give my best, I don't figure out where I fell short. And if I don't figure out where I fell short, I can't figure out how I got better. Jake Richard, professional lacrosse player and assistant lacrosse coach at Marquette University. That's a, a great question. So I, I was thinking about this 
And I think I, it boils down in a couple of ways. I think I boil it down to my own personal game. Obviously, I am by no means a selfish player, but I know that I have a role to do within my team. And if I don't do my role, I'm not helping my team have the best chance at winning. And so I think personally, being a short stick, you kind of you're kind of similar as a, a, to a D back in football, whereas you're kind of on an island and you're kind of being attacked consistently throughout a game. I, I don't know. I think I, I think I am driven by the joy of winning. And in, in that term, when I boil it down, it's, it's the joy of winning my matchup and the, and the kind of that pride and confidence that go in, hand in hand with that. I want to continue, like I said, prove that I belong and drive to be the best and, uh, those consistent wins or when you, you know you're functioning at a high level, it's such a joy and and, and you want to you keep chasing that feeling. And so, I, like I said, I don't like to get too high on those joys and super – and I but I also – I don't get too low when I, I do fail because I know it's part of the process. I guess that's why I would say I'm driven by the joy because those failures I try not to get too low on. And so they're not too big of a fear for me. While they certainly happen, it's, it's, I uh, try to re- maintain the perspective that it's just just how it goes, and, and you need to learn from them. Kelly Sheffield, women's volleyball coach at the University of Wisconsin. I have no fear of losing at all. I don't like to lose. I hate to lose, obviously. I think about anybody that's in this does love winning. Fear is never it's one of the things that amazes me is how many people operate out of fear. They schedule out of fear. You know, they recruit out of fear while they get somebody that they know is going to say yes, rather than just really, really grinding and working and going after people that are going to make your program better. You ask your players, who do they want to play? And it doesn't matter. I mean, I've been at the lowest level possible, but you ask any of them, they're going to say, man, we want to play the best teams. Uh, you know, those are the matches that you remember. Well, if your kids want to play the best teams, why do so many coaches keep scheduling teams that, that aren't going to make them better? It's because they're fearful or they're just trying to get into the tournament or, or whatever. I think a lot of people are fearful of losing their job. This profession can kind of get you that way, you know, because it's, you know, and I get it, man. You know, how do you know if your if your dentist is great at what they do? Their their public, you know, their records aren't out there for everybody to see of how many successful root canals that they've done, you know, or how many stick. But in our profession, everybody knows you've got a record that follows you around, and, and that can be kind of daunting. You know, you play in big crowds and, and you lose your team doesn't play very well, and it, everybody's there to witness it. And nowadays, they're able to comment on it social media. So I get it. I get why where fear kind of creeps up. It's just never been anything. I think my fear has always been really, really early, just coming from, does he know what he's doing? <laughs> because I never played. And so I've always been attacking that. That's always been my focus. Keep learning. Keep going. Keep striving to be better here. You know, and early on, prove that you know what you what you're talking about here, even though for so much of my career, I had no idea what I was talking about. I was just regurgitating what other people had said that I'd heard. And that's probably 
protected me with maybe some of the fears that maybe some other people have. And so mine has always been wrapped around the joy of winning for the people that I'm around and not the fear of losing, but just the focus on learning. Ken Griffin of The Card Shop in Evansville. For me, it's always the fear of losing. I get very little joy out of the win because for me, you know, and again, I listen to so much inspirational stuff. You know, Matthew McConaughey talks about who his hero is, and it's him five years from now. So for me, the line's always moving. There is no point where I'm going to say, okay, Ken's successful. Bang, we did it. We got there, guys. And, and, I, and everyone applauds. Like, there is no finality for me. If I get to the three minutes, it's a win. But the reality is now I'm going to say I want to go further. You know, there, there's never going to be a point where we get there. It's just like the business and, and everything we do in the company. I never believed for a, a second that we could 10x our business in a year. We did. You know, and now I want to 20x it. I want to provide even better service. You know, that's, it's never about winning because for me, I don't feel like there's a final score in life. You know, what would, what would be the quantifier? And that's the other thing that's kind of tough. It's like, you know, how do you define the purpose driven life? You know, how do you look back at everything you've accomplished outside of, for me, like impacting others is really high on that list. You know, I want to, I want to make a difference and make my mark that way. How many zeros are on my bank account when I finally leave this mortal coil mean absolutely nothing to me. But I also need those zeros to be able to push forward any of the other projects I have. Amber Dunn, women's volleyball coach at the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. <laughs> that is a great question. And, you know, I've, I've thought about that for a while. I think, you know, early in my career, it was probably some version of fear of losing. I'm, I'm certainly sure as a player, it was a fear of losing, right? The the idea that I've got to win. If I don't win, I don't I don't have a purpose. I don't know why I'm doing this. And I think, again, since finding what motivates me, that philosophy, and again, the ability to do all of that uh, in in the job that I have, right? The dream job at UW Lacrosse isn't just because it's a university I can coach volleyball at. It's a place that that again I have the ability to recruit high quality emotionally intelligent, high character women. And so, you know, now it's more about the joy of winning because I know that, that the culture that we are creating and the quality of women that we're working with and the work that we're putting in behind the scenes, you know, that just makes winning that much more tasteful because we're able to put in that, that quality of effort and work behind the scenes that it doesn't quite matter to me what other people think about that. I know that what we're doing is the right stuff. Corey Sims of Exact Sciences. Uh, it's a good question, which is the response people give when they want to buy the book all the time, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I would say it's, it's always the joy of winning for me because I've, once you, once you lose, it's not that you enjoy it, right? I don't enjoy it by any means. I, I detest it for sure. But you're not afraid of it because you've, you've faced that you've been there before. Um, so in some way, it's good. You know, it's, it's like uh, the quote, right, you don't know what you're going to do until you get punched in the mouth. Um, but when you kind of get that first hit, you're like, okay, I'm in the game. I know what's going on. I know what's expected. When you first get knocked down, you, the, the gravity of whatever situation you're in 
becomes real. Because before you get into any situation in your mind, of course you're imagining the I mean, maybe, right? Some people might imagine the, the, the pitfalls, but you're imagining the positive. You know, you're, you're successful. People are cheering your name, whatever's going on. And until you get into a, a little bit of adversity, you don't necessarily know, okay, here's what's at stake. So um, I think for me, it's always the joy of winning of what could be of, hey, if we pull this thing off, this is going to be amazing, and this is going to have this impact, and this is going to be fantastic. And if it comes off exactly as you hope, which rarely ever happens, then you're, you're even more ecstatic. But if not, you, you take the, the, the wins and opportunities from that and you move forward to the next thing. Um, so I always go into whatever I'm doing thinking, you know, this is going to be as, best, as good as it possibly can be. I'm going to be my best possible self in this moment. It, yeah, you sort of just have to leave those, those gears behind. If you have a little bit of them, and I think I'd like to embrace that as it, just, it means it's something you care about. You know, if you're not a little scared, you probably don't care all that much because you don't have that much invested in it. But if you have a little bit of like, yeah, I could lose, so I'm going to put all my energy into, into wanting to win, then I think it just means you're invested. Kevin DeShazo of Fieldhouse Media. Fear of losing or the joy of winning. I don't fear losing so much as I used to just because I've lost <laughs> and, and I'm still here. You know, I, I don't like losing, but I also know that I've lost enough that like I realize there are going to be lessons in that and that no loss is final. Not that we should run towards losing, but we tend to feel like losing is this final thing. Like if we, uh, if this business fails, I'm done forever. Well, that's not true. It's like, there's there's all sorts of opportunities. So on my worst days, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of losing. But in general, I don't I don't fear losing. I do love winning. There is a joy from that. I think I've tried to find, you know, in, in my world, the wins are so from from speaking, for example, the wins are so few and far between. It's like I could do, you know, let's say I speak four times a month. Well, that's only four wins out of 30 days. It's great. Like that's a successful career. So what about the other 26 days? What, what is winning? How, how does it fuel those days? So for me, I've tried to find the joy in the process. How do I find joy in preparing for a speech? How do I find joy in selling one of our one of the things that we do, like, you know, our online platform or whatever it is, to to a new client? How do I find joy in preparing for a coaching session for different people that I'm coaching? So for me, I, I've tried to be, and I'm not good at this. This is a process for me, but but for me to find joy in in the present and in the process. Because it's not, it's not natural for me, but that kind of gives me the energy to keep going each day. Kelly Gentry of the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay women's volleyball team. I think that, I feel like that's kind of a thing that like I move back and forth between and probably a lot of people do. But in a, like in, even in a game, I think that you can move between the fear of losing and the joy of winning. And I think in the past, I probably would have said like joy of w- winning in general, in general, because like losing something, not something I necessarily fear. I hate it, <laughs> but I don't necessarily like fear losing. And that's something I've learned more recently because of the concept of when you lose, you learn and you probably learn more when you lose than, than when you win. Cause you just analyze more, you think more about it and all that different stuff. And I really like, actually something that Kobe had an interview about uh, that we talked about on our team. That was the basic mantra that like failure does not exist because when you lose, you you learn. I think that being driven by learning is like much more productive way to go about athletics in your life in general. So that's something I am 
working towards being able to do all the time. It's just being driven by learning something new instead of the fear of losing or the joy of winning. Justin Anderson, varsity boys basketball coach at Des Moines Lincoln High School. I've heard it both ways. A lot of guys that are coaching at a high level, I've heard them say it's a fear of losing. I would say now, personally, it's actually more of a joy of winning. I don't think, look, man, I, I was 6-40 and 40 my first two years at Lincoln. I don't think I really fear losing anymore. Does that make sense? It would be crazy for me to fear losing. I mean, if, if I never win another game at Lincoln, I was still part of a great program, one or two season run, and I feel like I've given everything I, I could to this school and community and program. So I don't, I don't think it's necessarily about the fear that drives me at all anymore. I think maybe when I was younger it did. There is a special joy to winning that I think you can only experience if you've been through the hard stuff. And I think that's all that we're experiencing right now at Lincoln. You know, we had a really rough summer league. We had two freshmen starting, and they're going to be great. Just so many things to learn. And I, I remember one particular game, we gave up a huge lead. And, you know, we all drive separate to these gyms, and I'm leaving. And I'm happy as a clam. I'm just, like, singing in the car. I'm like, man, I wouldn't be doing this two years ago. You know, but there was a real joy to the process. It's not even about winning. It's just, like, I can see, oh, man, we don't rotate real well out of the hole. And, you know, this kid can't shoot yet. And this kid doesn't know how to finish you know, off two feet yet. I mean, this is all fixable stuff. Not only that, but I know that they're all going to go to the class when when school starts this fall. You know, I'm not going to have to worry about them being late. They're super committed. That's the ultimate joy is just knowing that this thing is going to build and build and build. You know, it's like you got, now that we've been through it, it's like we have a blueprint. That's pure joy. You know, seeing my daughter out on the floor with these guys, she's two years old and running around and seeing how they interact with her. I mean, it's just pure joy. There's There's no fear left. Vince Walden, assistant men's basketball coach at Texas A&M University. I like to be right in the, in the middle of it. And so for me, I think the fear of it, yeah, man, it allows me to keep an edge to myself. Uh, the joy of it, yeah, that's a, that's a good return on the investment, if you will. And so, but you can't forget, hey, man, I'm just still laying brick and block. I mean, I still know it takes 16 shovels of sand to make a bag of mortar. Like, I can't forget those things. And so each day, it's can I just lay some more bricks today um, and outwork guys that way. And so it's a great joy in getting that kind of return. Next time on Competitive Mindset. We hit the rewind button and reflect on some of the interviews from season one. Join us as we take a trip down memory lane. Competitive Mindset Music was produced by DJ Jojo Moore, and all images were created by Elena Keel. Be sure to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and follow us at Competitive Pod.